Hey, Cree, got your coffee? Got it, Kate. Awesome. Let's go. How's it going? Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. There was a big malfunction. My text messages weren't coming through, and then my chair broke, and my husband was very nice to help me, but I digress. I can't believe I said it already. I was late, and here I am, but it is Saturday, and I have coffee, and so far, I'm not sad. Cheers. Yay! Yay for not being sad. You need this cup. It says pothead on it. I need some pot. That is for sure. <laughs> God bless America. Anyway. So why have you been so sad this week? You think it's because it's your first week off of birth control or your first period off of birth control? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have any specific, <clears throat> excuse me, reason. Nothing has happened, quote unquote. So I had a lot of people actually message me through Instagram saying it's definitely the hormones and, you know, just adjusting to lack of hormones. I don't even know. Like, do I not have a hormone? Do I have an extra hormone? Like, I don't even know the sign. All I know is that it's quote unquote can be detrimental. And that's why I got off of it. But now I'm like, go back on. Like even the first day, cause I didn't really know when my period was coming. And even the first day it was like, I woke up on Monday morning to like, you know, an avalanche. And I haven't had that in since prior. And I was like, oh shit. Like, is this how it's going to be now for the rest of my life days, whatever, until somebody comes and takes my uterus out. But um, no, I don't wish that upon anybody. I think it's just that and, you know, not coping with food or drinks is not making it any easier. Well, I'm proud of you for not using alcohol and food to figure out your feelings. That's a really big deal. Yeah, I, I know that you don't. I, <laughs> I know that you don't need me to be proud of you, but I'm just saying that's a really big deal that you're actually like feeling the feelings instead of suppressing them like you have been for the last 15 years. 15. Let's like 25, 30 years. Let's okay, let's well, talk about. It. Okay, well then let's talk about let's it. Not, <laughs> some other time. How are you today? Because we got things to talk about. How are we you? got things to do. I am good. I am happy to have the house by myself right now. I realize that I don't remember the last time that like John took Jack and they went somewhere and I had the house by myself and it feels amazing. Like there's quiet and nobody is screaming and I want to do all of the things. In the time that they left to when we started this, I was like, what can I clean? What can I do? I started a load of laundry. I'm like, what can I? Talking to Lindsay earlier, and I told her that um, I told her that John and I were talking about Christmas presents last week and like what I want for Christmas. And I told him, I'm like, I want time. I want time to myself to go through stuff and get rid of things. Like, I don't need anything else. I legitimately want child-free, husband-free time. So we'll see how that goes. Like, I don't need anything else. I did tell him that if we do get something that I want to hire somebody to come clean the F out of my home, like, let me get rid of all of the excess crap and then have somebody come in and do like, if you follow them on Instagram, go clean co. Like, I want somebody to come and scrape out the gunk that's been in my windows since 1993 get it out clean it out so yeah 
I think that's a great idea, but because we know who your husband is and what your expectations are, you need to lay it out. Not maybe if I do this or I want this, say, this is what I want. And on Christmas morning, when there's no gift under the tree, except, I mean, he's not going to make you a coupon. I would, that says (laughs) one free day of free, whatever, just know that you, you gotta be okay with that. I understand. I understand. Oh, I know. Okay. I'm a very hard person to shop for and buy a thing. I, I understand. I set expectations way too high and then get very upset when they are, when they are let down. But yes, I, I agree with you. I know my weaknesses. <laughs> Try to point them out. I was just trying to help you remember. <laughs> I understand. <Your> future Katie. <laughs> That's very true. So remind me in two months, remember, this is what you wanted. Revert back to episode was the 62 and listen to this exact snippet of what exactly you said. I'll put it on the calendar. Katie wants no gifts, just time. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. To remind yourself. So yeah, that's all I got. It's time to end the podcast. (laughs) No, we have somebody (laughs) waiting in the wings. We do have somebody waiting in the wings. So you guys, you have heard us talk about, well, you've heard me talk about Lindsay over and over and over again. And we decided that it was time for you guys to meet Lindsay. So I'm going to unmute her now and she can talk for herself. <laughs> I it popped up to ask me if it was okay to unmute. <laughs> That'd be funny if you said no, absolutely not. I'm just here to hang out. Not speaking, just watching things. Just, exactly. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, you guys. Hello. How's it going? It's going. Hi. Same thing as Kate. My house is empty and quiet and it is a beautiful thing. Jesse took the kids to, I have two daughters, a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and he took them to the Halloween store. So we'll see how that goes. Oh boy. (laughs) They're they're a little easily spooked, but they wanted to go. So we'll see what happens. I was just going to say, I also completely um, understand the joy of silence in the morning. I don't have kids, but believe me, I wake up early. I get to sit in the living room in silence. My husband is still sleeping. I open up the window. I don't have to listen to anybody. It's just the silence. It's great. It'd be better if there was nobody here because it's different, but it's great. Yeah, I Carry think on. You, might have, you might have talked about that last week, maybe one of the last couple of episodes about Tommy getting up and making all kinds of noise in the morning and John, yeah, Jesse will do the same thing. Like when we're trying to meditate and things all, all yeah. think have the same issue where we're like, get out of my space. <laughs> like I consistently do this every day. You know where I'm going to be. Go away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Leave me alone from this time to this time, and then do all the things. Well, because I'll be sitting there like journaling and I'll start my meditation and I'll hear John like working around in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden he stops and I'll be meditating. And then I open my eyes and he's just staring at me. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I want to say goodbye to you. I'm like, sweet Jesus creeper, come over here. Like, (laughs) don't just stand there for the next 10 minutes until I am done. Like it every time though. So now I have, now I have decided to wait until he leaves so that I can meditate because he stands there and he's a creep while I sit there and meditate. Oh, I don't know what's worse. The annoying noises or standing there like a creep. I mean, if you're, 
you wouldn't know. So it might be better than the noises. True story, because at least I know that he's there. And yeah, he's, he's something, but I, yeah, I don't know what that's like to have complete silence in the morning. Cause he wakes up at the exact same time as I do. We fight for the bathroom every morning. Like it's yeah, it doesn't matter. And then on the days when I try to get up earlier, he then also decides to get up early. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anyway. So we have Lindsay on today and we're going to ask her, um, a couple of questions. So how I met Lindsay is that she followed me on social media. I met her once in a Meyer parking lot to sell her some pants. And I didn't know that. Yeah, that yeah. Happened. <laughs> I did. I met her uh, prior to we like becoming friends. We, I had two different encounters with Lindsay. I don't was the pants before or after the breakfast? I can't remember. It might've been after. Was it after? Okay. I think the Meyer was a lot less awkward than at buttermilk. Cause I oh, true story because you like introduced yourself at the breakfast place. So that's right. Yeah. Okay. So she followed me on social media and when I, and it was so funny because I had just like told John and I were at breakfast at what our favorite place is buttermilk. And we had just told some of our friends that we were pregnant And she then came up to us like afterwards. And I was like, oh my God, she heard me. Like she knows, like we don't, we didn't tell anybody and she knows that I'm pregnant now, but she came up to me afterwards and just said, hi. And then yes, we met in a Meyer parking lot. So I, and I sold her some, uh, some workout pants. It was nice, nice and shady. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Nice and shady, but yeah, but then Lindsay joined me doing some beach body workouts. She's lost over a hundred pounds since doing beach body workouts with me. And then we just became best friends. It kind of all started when, um, we would get on, I mean, we were close when doing the workouts together, like in the Facebook group, but it really like, we became like besties when we started getting on zoom with each other every morning. And then we just wouldn't shut up for like an hour afterwards. Like (laughs) we would just talk every single morning and yeah, I'm so, so grateful that she talked me and became friends with me and, you know, fangirled over me for so long because now she's one of my best friends and I'm so, so grateful for her. So Lindsay, tell us a little bit about you. Um, so where to start? We were joking before this. I was like, I have a novel of things to say because speaking is not my forte, but, uh, I already said I have two daughters of my own. Lily and Ella are my girls. Um, my husband is Jesse, who is basically John. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, we've, we've also talked about that. Kate and I are the same person and John and Jesse are the same person. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The, it's ridiculous. The similarities between us. And I know we could go on and on where Lindsay will be like, I'm feeling this way. And I'm like, well, of course, of course you are, because I'm feeling the exact same way. Like it's almost like how you and I, Kristen have like telepathic moments where we, you think that, you know what I'm about to say. And then I say it, Lindsay and I do the exact same thing with how we are feeling that day, how we feel about situations. Like it's, She's meant to be our, another sister of ours. Like that's the only way that I can describe it. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to say it, that you probably knew each other in a past life. Like you people are, you people, you, you ladies <laughs> are like soul sisters. Like you're, you know, you're connected well, seriously because she, 
other than my own sister and I have other best friends that I love dearly, but Lindsay and I have just connected on a whole different level because she has understood every single aspect, not just, you know, motherhood and everything, but like weight loss, dealing with marital partners, trying to work while also do it like, and I, I realized I just took over you like introducing yourself, but like, really, no, it's there's perfect. Some, there is, <laughs> there is some sort of like soulmate ish connection between Lindsay and I, and I wholeheartedly uh, believe in that because it's just weird sometimes. Like it really is where she'll tell me something. I'm like, okay, fucking weirdo. Like I was about to tell you that, but okay, that's fine. I think the weird, the weird moments are my favorite ones. So yes, because you're like, man, that was really, really strange. Like yeah. down, down to like the way our bodies function. It's like, yes. Pinked. It's very, very strange. But I was about to say, nobody knows my poops as intimately as uh, Lindsay does. But. We joke about that a lot. I was like, remember when I fangirled over you and now we talk about poop? <laughs> hey, every everybody poops, you guys. Everybody poops. everybody poops. Everybody poops. But go ahead, keep talking about yourself. <laughs> okay. So in addition to being a mom um, and a wife, I am a full-time preschool special ed teacher, which obviously has been challenging over the last couple of years. But I am also a beach body coach. Um, and Kate is my coach. Um, I'm trying to get better at sharing things on social media as far as like consistency goes because that whole preschool special ed teacher thing definitely gets um it blocks the amount of time that I have to to share on social media so I'm doing my best there and trying to figure out my timing there but what else I don't know that's me already so So let's talk about your weight loss and your just like health journey through life. So like growing up, were you overweight? I, that's the first bullet point, um, is that I, (laughs) I have struggled with my weight for as long as I can remember. I remember, um, I think my mom and my dad and I, when I was in high school, we all like tried to do the Atkins diet when that was big, when I was in high school, my mom and I were just like sobbing all the time. And my dad was like, that's enough. Like, we're not doing this. I, I literally think it was like a- my mom and I just like crying. And my dad was like, we're not doing this anymore. Um, so, yeah. Like I'm the queen of yo-yoing. Like it, that was my life was that I would start and I would be consistent and then I would just get tired of it. And yo-yoing was my life. So Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, as long as I can remember, I've, I've struggled with weight, weight loss, food, the whole thing. And and so you, I know that you, so you had Ella in 2019. Mm -hmm. So you started Beachbody and was it July, 2019? It was like right after I got cleared at my six week appointment. I think I got cleared like midweek, ate, did, I did the last meal. And then literally like was talking to Kate, I think on Sunday night. And I was like asking her questions. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And I just joined. And then I started on Monday, like seven weeks postpartum, just jumped in and it's been over two years now. And I'm still going. So that and how much, good. how much weight have you lost total? So since starting, cause I really dug in, in like 2018, like right before I got pregnant with Ella, 
at about 120 pounds. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Still, still a little fluctuation right now, but Kate and I talk about it all the time. I'm closer to maintenance now. So it's, you know, I'm up and down 10 to 15 pounds, which is not exactly what I want to be doing right now, but I like food too. So (laughs) I I like salads and cookies. Like I'm still the same person that likes to, you know, eat the junk, but I work it in and try to spread it out. So Mm -hmm. So what was it that like made you, since you were like us and you've done the start and stop and you've had the last meals and you've had the, I'll start again on Mondays. Like what was it that made you click? What Kristen? I want to know what the last meal was. Do you remember what it was? Ha, see, that's where my wonderful memory comes in. I have no idea. (laughs) I just curious. I just know that I think I just ate whatever I had been eating. Okay. Um, and I feel I've had a lot of last meals, much like you. Oh, yes. I, you know, it still happens every once in a while too, but it's, you know, just trying to find healthy ways to work that stuff in as well. But I wish I could remember. I, don't, I can still eat a lot. Like <laughs> my husband cracks up, will like go out and do like a treat meal and he'll eat like half of it and be stuffed. And I have eaten the whole thing. <laughs> you have a gift. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, we, we must all, we all three of us, I think have that gift. We're very good at eating. We're just really good at, we should be like competitive eaters, but then we wouldn't enjoy our food. We're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. (laughs) What are we doing with our lives? (laughs) What are we doing? Okay. Anyway, anyway. anyway. So what was it that made you decide this is it? Like what flipped in your head that made you decide this time you were going to stick with it? I feel like it actually happened twice for me. So I started in 2018, like I said, before I got pregnant with Ella, I was almost 300 pounds. Lily was two. And looking back now, I do realize that I I had pretty significant postpartum depression that I did not realize I had um, until I had Ella and did not feel like shit. I, I saw that like, I, I was miserable after I had Lily and I, she was my first baby. So I didn't know, like, I just thought like, this was normal. Like I was a person that needed like the full eight hours of sleep. She cried all the time, which I thought was normal until I had Ella who like, didn't cry at all. And I was like, wow, Lily really was a very hard baby. So I had just kind of really struggled with the first two years of her life. And then I finally got to a point where my weight was the same as when I was nine months pregnant with a nine pound, seven ounce baby. So the weight that I started at in 2018 was the same weight I was when I had Lily. So I had just decided enough was enough. Like I felt like crap. I did not like the way that I looked. I couldn't keep up with her. You know, at two, she was very mobile, obviously, Um, so I just started and I started tracking calories in my fitness pal. Um, and that was like, I had done that before, um, you know, started and stopped that multiple times before. Um, at that point, I actually don't think I was doing exercise at all. I was more focused on nutrition and I had done that with a friend of mine and I lost 40 pounds right up until I got pregnant with Ella. And then I had decided, I was going to stay on that path, but not try to lose weight. Um, So I did stop tracking calories because I wasn't super comfortable doing that while I was pregnant. But 
Um, I did not gain nearly as much weight with that pregnancy as I did with Lily. Like I had gained a ton of weight with Lily. And then after I had Ella, I was only five pounds over my pre-pregnancy weight. So still down 35 pounds from when I started and I just wanted to keep going. So it, it kind of stuck with me through the pregnancy. And then I really started with the beach body workouts. And then also I kept with my fitness pal at that point for about a year after that, before I switched to a beach body nutrition program. And I feel like, so the program was morning meltdown 100, which is like my soulmate program. I will preach that to any, okay, like. how many, how many times have you completed that program? So three times in its entirety, but then two times with it as a hybrid to lift four. So that's right. Yeah. Shit. And the, the lift four one is actually, I think like 111 workouts in a hundred days. And I think there's rest days worked in there. So there were a lot of doubles, but yeah, I, that, that one, I will always go back to, I will always recommend it because it was, there were two modifiers and Jericho is my, my spirit trainer. So like, it, she just made me feel like if you're moving your body, you're doing it right. So no matter what I was doing, I felt like I could do it. So I was able to jump right in. And that first round, I didn't skip any days. I did a hundred workouts all the way through and, and then I just never stopped. So here we are like just over two years later and I've finished I don't even know. I think I tried to count how many programs I'm, I'm a serial program repeater as well. <laughs> I, um, I think I've done four other programs plus the meditation program and I've duplicated almost all of them. And the one that I didn't duplicate, I'm about to duplicate. So, um, yeah, we control freak. I didn't do it again, but I'm going to finish out because there'll be 10 weeks left in the year coming up here. And so I'll do nine week control freak until oh, okay. nice. the end of the year. But yeah, so it's, you know, you guys talk about it all the time. It was just like a mindset shift. I, I was done with my own shit. And that's like what I've tried to tell other people when you get so tired of your own shit that you just move forward and you don't look back. Like, yes, I said, my weight still fluctuates. I'm not using the scale as much as a tool. Um, recently, just because it's same as Kristen, I, I'm toying with the birth control thing and you know, the, the GI stuff is always fun. So I feel like the scale is not a good measure for me right now, just because of the fluctuations, um, in my body with the hormones and all of that stuff, but pictures, you guys like take the pictures because there have been times where, the scale has actually gone up, but the pictures are what I wanted. Like, you know, I'm toned in the places I wanted to tone because of the, the program I was doing or whatever. Um, but I know it's hard to take those pictures sometimes, mm -hmm. but really that's for me is like the best measurement. Well, and I think when you, when you get to where you are with your body, because you are at more of a maintenance mode, because it's not like like you are, I mean, I don't want to like, just say your weight out loud, but you're like 174 around there, something like that. Sure. Give or take. Well, <laughs> give, or yeah, take. give or take. That's my life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the muscle on you, like, mm. I feel as if like, I think that if you were to calculate like, good Lord, if y'all haven't seen Lindsay's arms, like God Her bless. Back. Yeah. Like <laughs> God bless. That is lift four right there. Like Thank for you. sure. You're very welcome. Um, but between like, I don't think that you could 
lose more fat. Like, I'm just being completely honest with you. Like, I think that the weight that you would have to quote unquote lose at this point would just be extra skin. I think you are where you are. And that's amazing. Like you've, you've done it. You, you freaking did it. Um, it's so weird. I think I have trouble processing that too. Cause I, my stomach is the area that I would like to work on more, but yes, the loose skin thing. And I got very fortunate. I don't know if it was the pace that I lost the weight in or what, but I really don't have a ton of loose skin. Most of it is in my stomach and I'll blame the babies for that. <laughs> well, I mean, they stretched it out too. Like oh, there was, for sure. there is that aspect, but otherwise yeah. Like you don't have loose skin other places. It's just, it's just your stomach. Um, yeah. but like you said, I think every single person is looking for like that aha moment, like that thing that's just going to make it happen. Like they're just going to stay consistent. And what they don't realize is it's that it's them. Like it's you, it's you getting tired of standing in your own way. Every single person that is now consistent or successful in what they are doing, they hit a point within themselves that enough was enough. Like you just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like, and I've said, because I've, you know, been struggling with my weight for the last six months and it's gotten to a point where like, is it frustrating? Of course, but like, I'm not going to stop. Like, it's just becomes a part of you. Like, even when you aren't seeing the results that you want. That doesn't mean that you're not still doing beneficial things for yourself. You just kind of get to a point where enough was enough and you just make that shift. I, I, yeah, I also agree. And I will say lately, I have been making promises to myself. Like you get so many treat days or you get X amount of days where you can have a drink. And last night I wanted I was, I had a rough week. Right. So I wanted to have a drink and order a pizza, but like in my head, I knew I have written this down and there's checkbox somewhere. And I'm going to be so upset with myself that I did not keep said promise to myself. And I'm going to not be able to, you know, click said checkbox. And we feel, I feel like if we can just keep promises to ourselves, I, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but like, just well, it that's shows proof. It shows proof, but it also, it's helping me. Like that's, what's helping me. You need a why. And right now me, I have now two beach trips, you know, planned next year. And I want to feel good. I don't, I don't care what the number is on the scale. I mean, obviously the scale will go down because you know, that's what I would like, but it's finding a why and keeping the promises to yourself over and over again literally over and over again. And I think that's what helps right now, at least keeps people consistent a why and knowing that you're going to break a promise to yourself and you're the most important person to keep the promises to. Well, exactly. Because we're always really disappointed when we break our promises to other people. Like you never want to disappoint somebody else tend to prioritize those things as opposed to keeping the promises to ourselves. So I think what you said, it's absolutely correct, but it does. It shows you proof that you can stay consistent as long as you keep showing up for yourself, as long as you keep checking the boxes and just, it's a choice. Yes, Literally it's everything is a choice. Last night I was talking, I'm sorry, Lindsay, I'm going off on a tangent. No, go for it. But like just last night I was talking to Tommy about how sad I was and pissed off that I couldn't 
have pizza because or a drink and he's like so you're having a tantrum (laughs) I wanted to punch him and I was like no I'm not two I have feelings he goes well you don't think the two-year-olds have feelings and I was like yeah but like I'm a grown-up and I've got like 40 years of feelings and he's like no he goes you're choosing to be upset over something you can't have because of something you really want and I was just like stop making sense you know like I wanted to I wanted him to just commiserate with me but it's all choices that we make we're the person who decides we're gonna go for a walk or we're not or we're gonna order food or we're not or we're gonna you know whatever it is or not it's only us and nobody else it's coming to save you yeah there's a there's a there's a reel going around right now where they're using my my love my soulmate uh, mel robbins voice where it she's saying like nobody's coming nobody's coming to save you nobody's coming to write the business plan nobody's coming to force you to do the workout nobody's coming like it is all on you we have to stop putting our success in other people's hands, thinking that it's their fault and it's their, they are the reason why I can't eat this way or I can't get my workouts. Instead of using those people as excuses, use them as reasons as to why you have to do it. I know that there's so, and I know that this is going to piss off somebody like, cause that's, <laughs> well, it's inevitable. Exactly. That's just the world that we live in. But so many people say, I can't do this because I don't have time with my kids. Like I can't do this because my kids are in the way, or I can't work out because my kids, and don't get me wrong. Like I hate working out with Jack. It's awful. I can't focus. He wants to jump all over me. He wants to do, but do you like, now Jack, he sees the stuff in the garage and he goes, mama, I working out mama. I, or he comes over by my computer right over here. And he's like, mama, I working like I doing this, I doing the work. Like if you only realize that like, they should be your why you showing them that you are making yourself a priority is only going to teach them that they should also make themselves a priority in all aspects of their life. Not, you know, when it just comes to their health and fitness, but when it comes to their relationships, when it comes to their job, that when it comes to their own mental health, like we need to teach them that you making yourself a priority and important is the most important thing. So instead of using your excuses as excuses, make them reasons as to why you have to freaking do it. I mean, look at Lindsay. She's got two kids. I, and, and, and works outside of her home. Well, well said during the pandemic, but yes, I have I mean, said this a million was, times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've said that a million times where I'm like, I don't know how Lindsay or teachers or people that during this pandemic in this life right now, like, I don't know how they've made it where they're working a full-time job, being a parent, trying to stay on top of their health and wellness journey. And also trying to make sure that they don't go physically or mentally insane. Like you're doing all of these things, right? You're doing all I'm of on these the cusp. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, but we also realize that like, it's never all, it's never going to be perfect. Like whether you have four balls up in the, uh, up in the air, something is going to continuously drop, but knowing that, like, I don't know, like, I know you're trying, all- you're yes. trying and everything's a choice. You yeah. can choose to get up 30 minutes later or stay up 30 minutes 
later, earlier. Anyway, you choose. Everything's a choice. It's it's all choices. You can choose. Yes. Does it sound like you have no time? And you, yeah, probably. But you're telling me there's not 30 minutes of in your day? Then get up earlier or stay up later. Not even 30 minutes. Frickin' right? 4 a.m. 4 a.m. for two years. Mm-hmm. Right? Do it all summer. Like, I, I bumped it to 5 o'clock all summer. But like we talked about earlier, that time in the morning is sacred. Like, even if it's a rest day, sometimes I'm still getting up and having that time to myself in the morning. But I, yep, 4 a.m. It's been 4 a.m. since probably, I'll say October of 2019, because that's when I went back to work after maternity leave. So when I had maternity leave, I would do what Kate did. I'd like try to get up and then like Mm -hmm. a nap. And the, you know, Ella was still tiny. So she took two naps. So I had plenty of time and Lily went to daycare, but I mean, that that's where that motivation versus discipline thing comes in as well. Like I, I don't even know if I have motivation left to be honest. Like it's just my alarm goes off at four o'clock. I get up and I go some days I move slower than others. And thankfully the program I'm doing right now is only 20 minutes. So I can kind of take my time with it. Um, but you just have to get yourself into that routine and then just keep doing it. Like it's the days where I don't, like I have tried a few times to sleep in. I am not a nice person on those days. (laughs) Like I'm just not like even with more sleep. So people always ask when I go to bed, um, I would say like probably between nine and 10. So I don't know if that's normal for like a working adult mom, but like between nine and 10 and I get up at four and then Saturdays I get up at five Sundays. I've been sleeping in cause it's a rest day on this program and that's part of the plan. So that's okay. It's not like I snoozed or anything, but I don't even know the last time I, I used the snooze button, like just do it. <laughs> well, because so Keep many going. Well, exactly. Because so many people and like us where we, you know, we go on this roller coaster and we think like, oh, it's just going to be so easy, so easy. And then you have an off day and then you're just like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I can't get started. When you have to realize like you showed yourself that you could stay consistent. So just keep going. Like, instead of being like, oh, I failed. Okay, fine. Learn from it and go. If you don't prove to yourself that you can keep going, then you are still just going to stay stuck in the same place. And I feel like so many people have just told themselves, I can't do this for so long that they've believed it. Like it's become one of their core beliefs and they don't think that it's possible to change or they think that they don't have motivation and your motivation is you wanting to feel better. Like that, you saying you don't have motivation, you do have motivation because you wouldn't be asking for it if you didn't. You wouldn't be saying, I don't have any. Your motivation is that you want something to change. But when you realize that motivation is truly and utterly bullshit, Lindsay gets up every single day at 4 a.m. because now it's just a habit. It's just become something that you have done every single day. Like I said, if I did not drop a single pound for the rest of my life, working out and eating well for my body has just become a habit for me because it now just feels good. Everything can become a habit. Everything, everything can become a habit. And if you, I get up in the morning too, and that's when I work out. And if, if you don't feel like working out, 
always try that trick where it's like, okay, I'm only going to do it for five minutes. And then I'll see how I feel after five minutes. Every time after you start moving, you're going to finish your workout. And even if for some reason, I mean, I'm not talking if you're sick, if you're sick, that's a whole other story, but like, Mm -hmm. just because you're tired and you don't feel like it, do it anyway, because what, how are you going to feel by the end of the day? Or if it's the end of the day and you want to eat a pizza, how are you going to feel the next day? If you're full, if you're cool with having your little, because don't get me wrong. Don't come at me. You can have pizza. I'm not saying never have pizza pizza. last night. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Pizza. There's nothing wrong with pizza. What I'm saying is like, don't use it as a, an emotional crutch a and B if it's, if you're having pizza that night, great. But then in the next day, you're going to have to still get up. You're going to work out and then you're going to go on with your day. Like, just remember how you're going to feel after your choices is yeah. what I, that was my soapbox. The, <laughs> yes. um, so the, the dietitian uh, that Kate and I follow the to be mindset program, uh, Alana Molstead, she posted something and Kate, I meant to screenshot it and send it to you so that you could send it to me later. Um, but she posted something that was like, don't cut it out, spread it out and Kristen, your calendar of treats, I immediately was like, that's what I need to do. Like it needs to be planned so that I know that it's coming because I, I have, this is where Kate and I differ. My sweet tooth is ridiculous. Like I could eat so many sweets and I need to space it out for sure. And I do have a hard time with that. And then throw in discovering crumble cookies Lord, they change the flavors every week. So they got to try. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And the girls get excited about it. So we do get them, but they're huge cookies. So we cut them and we share them and, you know, we don't do it every week, but yeah, I think planning all of that stuff out. Cause then visually too, you're able to, to see it and the box checking, we can't be the only box checkers on this. Man, it really helps. It's huge. Yeah. 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 I mean, last night, knowing that, you know, next Saturday I'm going out and, you know, there's, there's, you know, looking at all of the next whatever's that I have coming up reminds you like, that's not, this is not how, this is not the day, you know, and you're going to have the day. You're never going to not eat it again, but this is not the day. And we're going to sit with our feelings and whatever we're going through and we're going to work through them. Otherwise that's the biggest part is just like not reaching for that food because at some point, at some point, I hope that you just trust yourself enough to just not want to reach for those things when you're stressed or angry or happy, like, and not have to plan them out. Um, yeah, I agree. Because yeah, I'm just not there yet. No, 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 absolutely. And I'm not saying like, whatever you have to do to get to that point, like you do what you have to do. But I think the end goal is to be at a place where you trust yourself enough to be able to have the cookies in your house and not feel as if you don't have control over yourself or to, you know, feel like you're super angry at yourself or you're super angry at something. So you don't necessarily want to go reach for a drink or for myself to go grab a fucking chicken sausage. I don't know why they're like crack to me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's just a, like, I, I, like I said, if I didn't love carbs so much, I would do the keto diet and would just eat meat and cheese all day. Like that is just like my, my stress reducer. That's the only way that I can think to describe it. 
But being able to have those things in your home and you trust yourself enough to be like, I can regulate my own emotions without having to reach for something else to help me cope. That is the end goal. Amen. Amen. And when you were saying earlier, I mean, what Tommy said was right. You were a two-year-old having a tantrum. No, and you're supposed to be on my side. No, no Tommy and I, while, while Tommy he, he and I differ, there. yeah, what he said where you're like, well, no, I have 40 years of, of emotions. Like I'm not a two-year-old. No, but you're a 40 year old, not 40. She's 39. You're a 39 year old that was never taught how to regulate your emotions, which is exactly what two year olds are doing. Jack punched me and kicked me the other day for the first time because he was angry. He was mad that he didn't want to get his diaper changed. He legitimately punched me in the arm and then was kicking me. Yeah, we've, we've reached it. And the only thing that I can do, like I'm Oh, it's hard. But it's like really trying to sit there and be like, okay, I can see that you're having a hard time, you know, trying to regulate your emotions. You're having a hard time not using your hands, but I can't let you hit me. So you let me know when you're done. Like I placed him on the ground. I said, when you're ready to talk, I'm ready to talk. He sat in his room for two minutes and screamed. And he literally came out and said, I ready to talk. Like, oh. And not that he necessarily, like he didn't, I was just like, okay, do you want to snuggle? Like, do you want some hugs? And he said, yeah. And so I gave him some hugs and it's like, I just told him like, we can't hit mama. That's not the way. Like, I understand that you were angry, but again, we were never taught how to cope with our emotions. We were just given food. We were Mm -hmm. just given presents. We were just given money. We were just given things to help us be like, here you go. I don't, we're not going to actually talk about the situation. We're not going to actually deal with what's going on, but here's all these other external things that are going to make you look for validation in this way. Why do you think I, I seek validation and gifts from my husband? Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> therapy. <laughs> but I was just trying to say that what Tommy said was right. You were having a tantrum. You have the choice. Not two-year-olds don't necessarily know how to regulate, but you're still learning how to regulate yours too. Yeah. I know. Well, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. But anyway, sure I, at least, at least I'm here. Right. I, I could not be, I could be still be choosing and living miserably. And while I might be kind of miserable at this stage, I'm hoping I'm reaching for a better, better me, better place to be. Amen. 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 Now, Kristen, it's hormonal. <laughs> doesn't it's count. definitely not helping. That is for no. sure, man. It, it does not. I count. mean, when your body's been you know, when you've been giving your body hormones for however long that you have, I mean, I'm, I would assume that it's almost like a detox. Like your body is like, I don't know what I'm doing. Where do I send this hormone? Where does this one go? Like, what do I do? So I'm sure it's just kind of like, you're sad. You're happy. Let's get angry. Let's have pizza. Like that's what I could imagine what like your body is currently going through right now. Yes. It's been a lot of fun, but (laughs) yeah, I digress. Digress. Anyway, anyway, for me, I almost just said it. <laughs> for me, this is not going well. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, Lindsay, I'm going to ask you, um, and I know that we just kind of like did one big pep talk, but I'm going to ask you um, one last question. What would be, be your biggest piece of advice? for somebody that's just starting or someone that like wants to make a change in their life. Kate gave me the questions a little bit ahead of time. And I have, I have a hard time with that one. So 
what I came up with is just jump into what scares you. I mean, you just have to do it. And specifically for me, when I, for me, when I think about um, that question, I thought about the workout programs, like every program that I've done has scared the shit out of me before I started. And then I did it. And then I cry every time I finish a program, like I, even the ones that I've doubled, I, so next week I will cry when I finish my second round of this next one. But like that feeling of being so proud of yourself and that you did what you said you were going to do makes the jump worth it. And being scared of something doesn't change whether or not you should do it. So I, I feel like that's, that's what I would say. Just jump into what you're afraid of and go for it. I love that. I love because like, like how Kristen said, you're making promises to yourself. Like Lindsay said, you are um, showing yourself that you can do it. You are giving yourself the proof that you need to keep going. Like that's why everybody gives up so quickly is because they don't, they aren't showing themselves that they can stay consistent long enough to prove to themselves that they can keep going, showing up for your promises, just jumping in when you are scared and proving to yourself and the limiting beliefs that you've been telling yourself for so long. You are, I think it's called like the book of proof. There's a beach body coach who's created like a planner and it's like her, it's like almost like daily wins that you write down every single day. And she calls it her book of proof. Like the things that are proving to herself every single day that she did it, that she accomplished something that she is working toward her end goal are those daily wins for herself. That's why I think I'm so obsessed with my planner because I write down things that I'm going to accomplish that day. And even if it's just, you know, wash the floor, I get to check that box. I'm like, fuck yeah, I washed the floor today. You know, whatever, like I am obsessed with my planner. I'm obsessed with my check boxes because I, for whatever reason, I need to remind myself that I can do things and I'm capable of doing hard things, whether you want to do them that day or not, because you know what? Your emotions, fuck your emotions, just do it. Can I just tell you though that last night when Kristen texted me that she was sad, I told her to go look at planners. <laughs> I, was going, <laughs> I was like, go look at planners for next year. Like Kristen literally will buy a planner and then July will come and she'd be like, Ooh, look at these. I'm like, wait, wait. And so now that it's October, you are of permission to start looking. You oh, can at least start I, looking. I already looked. buy it. No, I haven't found there. I've only been to Target twice and I have, there, I have no planners in the store. I have looked online and I have not fallen in love with anything yet. So just waiting, waiting for my planner. (laughs) I so badly wanted to be a planner person. Like I, I had to go digital. Like I'm using my Google calendar as much as I can. And I bought the paper one I've got, like, I've tried a bunch of different things. I think I just have too much stuff now that it has to be digital so that Jesse and I can be synced up with like the kids stuff. Now that Lily's in school, it's like, there's constantly things like between school and all of, all of the things. It's just a lot. So it's nice to have so now it doesn't even fit in the box on the monthly view. I feel like I click on it to be able to see all of the things. So it's definitely overwhelming, but I, 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 I switched to a, yeah, no, whatever I works, switched, whatever you know, works digital, best for yeah. you. Yeah. 
I switched to a digital planner too, because I just could not stay consistent with a paper planner. I don't know what the difference is. The funny thing is, so I do a planner that is on an iPad and, but I have like a, an Apple pen that I can still write things. So it's like, I'm still getting that like pen to paper motion. But I think what I like most is like, if I have to erase something, you don't see like pen mark lines, like I can change things. It's the best thing ever. Buy erasable pens. No, I gotta can still say. see it. You can still <laughs> see it. Okay. No, you can't, but okay. No, I love my, I love my planner though. I love that I can time block. They like it's, it has been the one planner that I have stuck with for the whole entire year and have actually stuck with it. So it's fabulous. What is it? Tell the people what it is. Oh, sure. So it's, um, a beach body coach actually created it. Um, her name is Holly Hillier. She creates, she's created one that's like specifically for beach body coaches, but then she's also created one that's like not geared towards coaching. And all I can, I think it's just called like Holly Hillier digital planner. And you can look it up on Etsy and you can find it there. But the other one that I was talking about another beach body coach, it's so funny. Cause they were like the number one and two coaches and they both came out with planners. Um, the other coach Moira Kustaba came up with the rise up planner. And that one is just hard copy. That one is a freaking book, man. Like, and I think I got too overwhelmed by it, but people seem to love it. If you are somebody that likes the, um, paper planners, and if you are looking for something, she also created one for specifically beach body coaching and then just regular life as well. Normal normal people, normal, normal people. Normal, well, you're not tracking customers and clients and those things, but she does have you like still writing out your vision and your gratitude and all of those things. So yeah. If you are looking for planners, they are, they are great, but yeah, I think we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we could just keep talking. We literally we'll just, we we'll just keep going we, for hours, right? We'll just, yeah, we will not stop. Um, but yeah, we hope that you guys were excited to finally meet Lindsay. Um, I think Lindsay is more excited to hear herself on the podcast. Are you going to listen to yourself? <laughs> I was literally like, I don't know if I could listen to this week because I don't know if I can sit in the car and listen to myself talk. <laughs> no, I feel I never listen to my own stuff. I can't, um, like any of the stuff for my, like the masterclass or the, uh, courses, I never go back and listen to it. I can't, I can't do it. Just sounds weird. Can't do I it. think my favorite was putting you on my TV for that. Though. Oh my God. Yeah. I casted my phone to the TV and then sent her a Snapchat of it while I was laying on the couch watching it. <laughs> while, I was do- while I was doing one of my live classes for my course, she put it up on her TV. I'm like, sweet Jesus. That's my nightmare. Get me off your television. <laughs> Oh my God. (laughs) Absolutely not. Anyway. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and inspiration. You guys just wait. Lindsay is going to win the beach body challenge next year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I get something for that. So you better win. (laughs) I'm working on it. I missed last month's submission and I still have to submit. I know I still have to, I still, I'm still going to submit my stuff. Um, but your weight loss, like I'm not comparing anything. I know that my weight loss is still really awesome. I'm just not at my like end goal yet. I will still be submitting my things, but, um, Lindsay's going to win for sure. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that I'm still going to get like some sort of prize because I'm your coach. So I'm in like, let's go regardless. I will. (laughs) 
regardless, I would anyway. So thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. We hope that you all have a lovely week and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Adios.